Sports Beat on the Bay. Good morning, everybody. This is Sportsbeat, 88.7 on your dial for Monday, November 29th, with Dave Percival and... Grant's here as well. Well, yeah, I'll tell you what, Grant, it's good to be back. It's you nice said, to I have you like back. I feel like I've been gone for a while. Well, we, you were missed. You were very missed. Well, I'll tell you what, I was on holidays last week, decided to let the Caswell boys uh, run with run with it. How did they make out, Grant? How was it? What's your opinion of their performance? Well, I'll be honest with you, Percy. It's never the same when you're not here, and I'm not just making that up, but they, they did okay. They... Uh, Dan had a bit of a pickleball rant uh, the one day. He was going on about that a little bit, and they uh, they talked a lot about uh, a lot about football. Yeah, well, that's what the Caswell boys like to talk about yes. primarily, is and college football, I'm sure too. But but as is the the norm when I'm back, um, I think we'll talk some hockey. Okay, well, I, we, I, I I normally never talk hockey, so I think today we'll step okay. outside the box and talk a little hockey. We'll make up for all that uh, college football talk. No, but we'll talk about something that we both find uh, common interest in. So the Toronto Maple Leafs, Grant, I'll tell you what. Um, you know what's amazing to me? If you remember back when they were playing the Chicago Blackhawks and everybody, they had lost three or four in a row. That's right. Chicago had a 2 nothing lead. They clawed back and were lucky to win in overtime. I still say that uh, confidence is a very tenuous thing. And if they had been in a position and had lost that game to the Hawks, I really think we wouldn't be seeing what we're seeing now. I think they had the ability to plummet way down. Absolutely. So here we are, Grant. They're 16-6. and six. Um, You know, they're doing some pretty cool things. Seven game road winning streak four game sweep of the, the west which is the current thing they tied their franchise uh, record with for most uh, consecutive road wins exactly yeah. and 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 what's shocking to me and you know grant i don't know what you saw in your game i, I saw absolute stingy defense again i'm using that word all the time campbell mm-hmm. has been fantastic in that as we'll absolutely we'll talk about in a minute and the other thing that really has my attention is I watched the Leafs last year. I watched Marner Matthews. It was always about Marner and Matthews and what they could do. Mm-hmm. This is a well-balanced squad now. You've got four lines that are putting the puck in the net, and they all can put the puck in the net. Um, I'm just surprised at how little these teams were able to generate against them. Now, mind you, with all of this said, what I saw... Anaheim are a really good-looking young hockey team. Because Trevor Begraw, the young kids, what a uh, what a great-looking hockey team they are for the future. But what did you see in the San Jose game that you were that you watched that that caught your attention? Let's well, say. I just say the whole thing of not giving up in the puck and like the fighting in the corners, like they're determined to win those uh, those puck battles, which is uh, you know what I mean. You either have that as a part of your game or you don't. And they were just uh, I don't know, like every. Every line seemed to make a difference, whether it was the first line down to the fourth line. I mean, everybody was out there, you know what I mean, grinding it all. And I think that that's, uh, that's what it takes, not to mention the, uh, the the goaltending. I think you're right. Their level of confidence is is huge these days. All right. So, you know, this is a very positive show. The Joseph Wall and Nett, okay, way a huge improvement over Hutchison. Mm-hmm. So when they have to start this kid in net. There's confidence factor with all the players because he right. can stop the puck. He's three and zero. What yeah. a great start for Got him! Got a shutout before. as well, I believe. His first yes, he to, did. Yeah. Yes, he did. Um, what what's a, what's huge though, Grant, is their goals against. Um, I have no. I used to never have an opinion about offense defense, but it's defense. The Leafs are playing this great hockey, sixteen and six. Absolutely. And for our listeners out there, the goals against. They have gone from 26th in the league to third this year, which is an alarming change. Uh, To go to a third goals against is off the charts. Now, the funny thing, Grant, their goals for 
Um, they're 26 in the league. I never would have thought the Toronto Maple Leafs would be 26 in the league in goals for, but their differential as to what they're giving up versus what um, you know what they're scoring. The Leafs are third defensively, so defense defense wins games. Absolutely. Period. Period. Yeah. Um, and the, and there's more to come good because Matthews and Marner are playing well now, but they're just hitting their stride too. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they've had great, you know what? I like Kerfoot last year. I, Dan would disagree with me. Uh, I Kerfoot was misplaced as a centerman. They had to throw him in at center. He's a winger, a natural winger, and he's really caught his uh, fire. He looks fantastic. He's doing great. Um, you know, defense, they, they've got the luxury of all these extra defensemen. Lilligren, Dermott uh, have to play hard to even get in the lineup. Bunting, he's playing great. Well, yeah, and I like Bunting coming over, as I mentioned to you. He's an agitator, draws the most penalties mm-hmm. in the league. These guys, it's an art. Now, the new uh, guy they just got, uh, that was his first game last night, right? I'm blanking on his name. Uh, kind of a tough oh, guy. Oh, uh, uh, Kyle Clifford. Clifford, that's it. Yeah, it was that was his first game last night, I believe. Right, right? and yeah. he's a character guy. You're back to character guys. He's as tough as nails. Um, but they're getting, you know what, it doesn't hurt to have Kyle Clifford along. Mm-hmm. I don't think you'll see him play all the time. But you've got Simmons now in that role, and Simmons is scoring. Wayne Simmons looks great this year. He does, yeah. Now, if you think last year, broken wrist, uh, he was flying until he broke his wrist, and he never, never was quite the same when he came back. No. So those injuries are pretty are pretty uh, daunting, right? Absolutely. So Toronto Maple Leafs, boy, I'll tell you, looking good. Now, on the flip side, that has nothing to do with the Toronto Maple Leafs, um, Bergeman, Mark Bergeman, is out as GM of the Montreal Canadiens. Um, it's amazing how quickly, Grant, they turn on you. Oh, yeah. Stanley Cup finalists didn't matter. Now, he did a couple of things that I'm sure they weren't thrilled with drafting the kid on, who was up in the sexual assault charges right. uh, over and above. The way that they're treating the young ones, Cole Caulfield and the minors, mm-hmm. you know, there's and, and their record this year is terrible. But I Plus, Kerry Price, you throw that into the mix as well. How, that, that can't be anything but, but a negative thing. I mean, he's, you know yeah, what I'm saying. But I wouldn't have thought they would have got rid of him because, let's be fair, Grant, as you said, you just answered it. Carey Price, no Carey Price and no Shea Weber, and they're wondering why they aren't playing well. How, that's not really the fault of Bergevin, no. if you want the truth. No. But his handling of the young guys is not acceptable with uh, Cole Caulfield, and they have a defenseman, I think his name is Norlander, um, great-looking offensive talent, made a mistake, and they benched him immediately. Like, I'm not sure that's the way to go with a team that aren't winning anyway. No. So uh, anyway, yeah, uh, bigger, better things. So the Toronto Maple Leafs are making me pretty happy, as they are you. Uh, I'll talk about the Raptors before I get excited about the Jays. Uh, the Raptors had a tough little road trip. The 9-12 and 12, uh, Toronto Raptors uh, were out doing the West Coast swing. Not as well as the Leafs, I'll tell you. No. But, you know, it's it's amazing to me that, you know, they're a young team, as as we thought. Um, there's guys in and out of the lineup. They've got uh, Ananobi's out injured now. Mm-hmm. And when you're out... He, they need him. So they're not deep enough to run with all these kids. Now, Scotty Barnes, it looks like they've got uh, a great-looking future star. Okay, mm-hmm. this kid is young. He's only 19 years old, and he's very dominant when he does play. He looks fantastic. Absolutely. Um, funny, though, I was thinking of the Golden State Warriors. These guys were uh, absolutely two years ago, they were dead last in all of basketball. 
And I never figured out how a team with Steph Curry could be dead last. Well, guess what? They've got all the complimentary pieces. You've got Andrew Wiggins, finally, his potential. Um, back, everybody can back up Curry, who is a superstar. Draymond Green, who has not played well, had said, you know, he's kind of a mercurial, is that the word, guy? Sure. Yeah, he's different. Mm-hmm. And he said that he decided he knew he wasn't putting enough into it. He actually said that. And he wants his kids to understand how great a player he was. So all of a sudden, he's back. Back to what he was. Wow. Um, it's kind of a, a shocking comment for a pro athlete yeah, to make, right? Absolutely. To the press. But the Golden State Warriors are very good. They're 16 and 2 in the last 18 games or something. So they're right back where they used to be. Um, you know, and to ask these young Raptors to even deal with that is pretty tough. Uh, they've got an issue. They, I thought Chris Boucher would be playing a lot more. But if you read into what Nick Nurse says, I think they've got some behavioral issues with him. They said he has to learn how to operate like a pro. I don't think you have to read too much more into it than, no. than that. Um, so the Raptors, it's going, to be, it's going to be an interesting year, and they'll be hard-pressed to make the playoffs. Uh, Toronto Blue Jays, great news. Like uh, I'll deal with the, the good first, right. the negative second. Um, this Kevin Gosman Grant, I followed him a bit. Um, this is the guy they wanted. As, as a pitcher, pitcher, right? Yeah, yeah and a okay. real good pitcher. 30 years old, um, five-year deal. That Nobody wants to give a seven-year deal. These teams do not want to uh, forge seven years on a 30-year-old. Right. Period. That's fair enough. Same thing as a Robbie Ray. This guy has been really good since 2014, but now they've he's got what's called a splitter. Now, I used to play around with pitches when I was a kid as to yeah. how you put your fingers on the ball. So this splitter is a bit different than a fastball, and it just dives down. And they fine-tuned his splitter in San Francisco. And he's, I'll tell you what, nobody really hits him. This so am I, sorry to interrupt. So just because I don't know this as well as you, so am yes. I correct to think then that they're not going to be able to keep Mr. Ray as well? Oh, they, yeah, the, there's money there to keep him. Oh, there also. is. Okay, yes, okay. There is. all right, excellent. Yeah, okay. good point. Because, on, and I'll throw, the numbers get thrown around, Grant, like like in their bag of chips. I know. They're okay, so they're going to give Kevin Gosman, and I have no idea where the revenue flow comes for all this, by the way. Yeah. And basically, the, J, the, the, the powers that be have said, we can spend a lot more. Their window to win is now. Okay. They spent only spent 110 million on Mr. Gosman over oh, okay. five years. <laughs> okay. When the going rate, and I'll get to who they lost, which I feel isn't as important as who they're acquiring, mm-hmm. because now you've got a super pitcher that has been drop dead fantastic for two years, and this splitter with his fastball, he's he's unhittable. So wow. now you've got a rotation. They've added the key guy, and they've been after him for three years. And he decided to sign back with San Francisco last year for that one-year kind of hedge deal to see how. Right, right. And he pitched great. Now he's into the big money. Um, now, on the flip side, and I don't view it as, ser- as serious, uh, Marcus Simeon signed for $170 million, uh over seven years. Now, I think... That's a risky thing. The Jays did that not. Was, that was with the Texas, with the Rangers. Texas right? Rangers. Yeah, okay. The Jays did not want to give Simeon seven years, which is a smart thing. Yeah. You know, Grant, in most cases, for even if he performs well, for four years of that, he'll be paid when he's on the downside. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, yeah, yeah. why? So they're, they're saving, in essence, $60 million. That's, a, I, you know, you throw these numbers around, it's <laughs> crazy money. Absolutely. But now, so you got a great pitcher. Now you've now you've shored up the rotation, 
And let's not kid ourselves. Pitching is what it's all about in baseball. Historically, it's what matters. So this should be a good season, upcoming season oh, for the Oh, I'm excited for what they can nice, do. Nice, nice. And Robbie Ray, if there's some way that they can keep Robbie Ray, then you've got a rotation that nobody can touch this pitching rotation whatsoever. Good point, because he's pretty uh, unhittable at times as well. Was extremely unhittable. Yeah, yeah. Eh? You know, and I'm back to, to loyalties. Would you? Why would you not, when this money is being thrown around, would you not be loyal to the team? I, I think this Pete Walker found whatever hitch he had in his pitching, that mm-hmm. he was one of the worst in baseball, became the best. But, you know, it's all what they can get in the free agent right, market, right. right? So the Toronto Blue Jays, I can't wait to see what they can actually pull off. And, and they, you know, one more pitcher potentially. And boy, this team's going to be scary. Um Okay, so I was going to talk about Frances, who is a co-worker of mine. She has very, very good hockey knowledge. Okay. I don't want this to go to her head because she's probably listening. Right. She she brought, gave us a topic today. Okay. She is, I'm shocked when I look at who the scoring leaders in the NHL. I'm, it's shocking to me. There's a name in there that doesn't belong in the top four. Uh-oh. Nazem Kadri, our old Toronto Maple Leaf. Ah, there we go. Yes. Shocking to me, Francis. So I, but what what intrigues me the most is the the two culprits. The main culprits are Drysaitel and McDavid. Mm-hmm. Connor McDavid is the best player in the NHL. No, I don't just, care what anybody yeah. says. There's there's no equal to him. He's so fast. He's his speed is just out of this world too. But but Drysaitel, who was league MVP two years ago, is doing something unheard of. Mm-hmm. 20 goals in 21 games. He potentially has a shot at the elusive 50 and 50. Wow. Which is a huge thing. That's a huge, yeah. He scores every game, and and he's leading the charge with McDavid in second place. Uh, I love to see Alex Ovechkin at 36 years old. Mm-hmm. And right there in third place in points. And Nazem Kadri, yeah. seven goals and 20 assists. Um, I didn't see this coming because he's been a 20-goal a guy. Mm. On a good season. Right. You know, and, and look, and I loved his style. I think that he brought a, uh, a physicality that very few guys, whether he was a bit dirty at times or not, he emotions would overtake him in the playoffs. Right. right. But anyway, Nazem Kadri in fourth place this early on is, is shocking to me. Well, it's an accomplishment, that's for sure. And I uh, just want to touch on a couple of quick things. This Andrew, Andrew Majapani in Calgary, uh, great. I followed him as a junior. Um, Barry Colt Jr., very good junior player, junior A player. He developed his this scoring touch. He went to the Worlds this year and was outstanding. They took him to the Worlds. Again, we're back on confidence today. All of a sudden, Andrew Mangiapane is an elite goal scorer in the NHL. You don't score 15 at this point without right. really knowing how to put the puck in the net. Now, if I had to ask you a quiz question, Grant. Uh-oh. Goaltending. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do you think is first in wins? Uh, I'm trying to remember his name. The... the Campbell. <laughs> Jack Campbell with 12 wins. Yeah. Um, who do you think is first in goals against? Jack Campbell. Ah, you're right again. Excellent. Uh, 1.64 goals <laughs> against. And just for the trifecta, Grant, Uh-oh. who do you think has the best save percentage? I'm going uh, to just gonna throw it out there and say Jack Campbell. I think you're right again. Excellent. You're three for Look three. Hey, hit the bell. Three for three. Thank you. Percy. All right. I would not have predicted, and I'm thrilled for this guy who his teammates love him for his mm-hmm. personality. First in all categories, um, 
you know, he's put the doubters to rest. And I was a bit of a doubter. Mm -hmm. I thought he was a very serviceable goaltender. But again, we're back to confidence. Uh, Jack Campbell looks fantastic. Um, couldn't ask for a better year to this point. Absolutely. And and what a great role model for uh, for Wall as well, so being such a young goalie, you know. Exactly. Yeah. It's outstanding. So, yeah. So, I, I just wanted to to find, as I said, there's some some uh, pretenders in there. I'm not sure Kadri will be there, Francis. I hate to tell you when the dust settles. But, hey, that's a pretty <laughs> cool start for a guy who has never put up these kind of numbers before. I love even watching those games that were going on all throughout uh, California because I, I watched all of them. I didn't, I didn't catch the last period of last night's game. I just uh, it got the best of me. But I just love even when they're in California, you know, and you hear that soup, you know, like just cheering on Campbell, the Leaf fans. Well, just all the, the Canadians that are in these, oh, yeah. all these centers show Absolutely. up, right? All the hockey fans. Absolutely. Now, I, I'll be honest with you. I was not there on Friday night. I've talked. I got a, a quick blurb from Dan and my own and my son, of course. Mm. Junior Sea Otters had a fantastic um, outing with, the, with people. It was their free night. That's 440 right. people. Nice. Fantastic. Now and they the, raised, and they also got a lot of food. I yeah, yeah, I wasn't even going to talk yeah. hockey first. Yeah, yeah, sorry. You got non-perishable food items. You have warm clothing. And I'm going to tell you what, for, for our listeners, and I'm sure they don't, they know this as well. There are people out there who really, really need it this year. Mm-hmm. As, as every year, but I think this year you see it more so. Um, I'm also going to throw in that the food drive is December 1st, Wednesday. That's right. Please, everybody, give. Anybody that can give, please give. Mm-hmm. It's that absolutely, simple. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, 33 years they've been doing the uh, the the uh, the women and men of the Huntsville Lake of Bay's uh, fire department and the EMS and the OPP. is the 33rd year of the I know, and drive. they all don't get enough credit for it because no. it's it's an it's imperative in the in December that this happens. So absolutely. Wednesday, December 1st, for sure, and we'll remind everybody on Wednesday. Um, with regard to the the hockey game itself uh, Huntsville are steadily improving they show um, great improvement all along a 3-1 nothing wrong with a 3-1 loss to Penetang um, and hopefully that draws more interest that there were mm-hmm. 440 people came out I'm to watch I'm impressed by that by those numbers actually 440 people come well out. these kids want to learn yeah. and uh, you know we are going to get them on here uh, for uh, definite interviews when work schedules allow that would be sure. awesome Excellent. I'll tell you what Grant we've done I think we've been okay great job my friend well, it's good to be back. Yeah, it's nice to have you back. And a little bit of a break from work was what the key thing was. And this isn't work. This is fun for me. So. Now, well, I'm going to ask you something yeah. personal here, person. I'm not going to yes. put you on the spot. But during that week off, well, did you get a little, of a, little bit of bonding time in with the new uh, the new furry uh, family member? Well, it's funny you said that because my little furry puppy was not ha- <laughs> was not happy that I was coming to work today. Uh-oh. That's all I can say. He was yeah, a pretty yeah. forlorn looking <laughs> little dude at the door today. <laughs> yes, I had a fantastic week at home. Awesome, Thanks. awesome. Well, thank you very much to all our listeners and to you also, Grant. Um, this has been Sportsbeat. Uh, I'm Dave. For Dave and Grant, have a fantastic day. And Dan and I will be back on Wednesday with more sports. Mm-hmm.